Hello, beautiful people on this floating rock of voice. Welcome back to my podcast. <laughs> and today, since it's February, and as many people know who are in the United States, February is Black History Month. And my country, it would, it would be Black History Month, but it would also be Reggae Month. Celebrating Reggae and Black History Month. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's Black History Month, and as be, as me being a black person, a Negro, a Negro from the block, I wanna talk. I wanna talk about blackness in general, but mostly, most of all, I wanna talk about cultural appropriation. It's a topic that not many people know about. It's a topic that people, not many people, want to talk about. But today, I wanna talk about it. So let's get into it. So, okay, so for today's podcast, I'm going to specifically be focusing on one person, one person specifically. And that will be the wonderful Adele Lorraine Blue Atticate, Atkins, other known as Adele, her stage name. When it comes to a cultural appropriation, a lot of people tend to not take the word seriously or even the topic in general. Some people think it's a word that Gen Zers or minorities created when, in fact, it has not been. It's been a it's been a topic a topic of conversation for years and years since the Jim Crow era, since since the nineteen seventies, since the nineteen sixties, nineteen eighties, ninety nine, coming straight up to twenty twenty two that we're in right now. It's always been a topic, and a lot of people a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people know, not only that, a lot of people know about it, but just tend to try and say that it doesn't exist or it's not a real thing, when in fact it is. So, let me give you the meaning of what of what cultural appropriation is. Okay, so cultural appropriation refers to the use of objects or elements of a non-dominant culture in a way that doesn't respect the original meaning, giving credit to the source, or reinforcing stereotypes or contributes to oppression. So the culture refers to anything associated with a group of people based on their ethnicity, their religion, geography, geography, or social environment. This might include beliefs, tradition, language, object, ideas, behavior, customs, etc., etc. And the appropriation part means appropriating refers to taking something that doesn't belong to you, and most often refers to ex- the exchange that happens with a dominant group takes or borrows, mostly takes something from a minority group that has historically historically been exploited or oppressed. Okay, for those who don't know who Adele is, unless you're living on a rock, Adele is a English singer and songwriter. She's the she's one of the world's best-selling music artists. She's, she sells over 120 million records, and she's been in the game since I don't know since the 2000s. I would assume. Yeah, she recently came out with her album Thirty, and her one of her songs topped the charts. Easy on me, if y'all don't know. But yeah, and she's been recently in a little bit of controversy because she canceled one of her tours. That's a whole lot of conversation for another time. I ain't gonna get up in there. But anyways, that's who Adele is. Y'all know her. Y'all should know her because she's a pretty prominent fit, a pretty prominent figure in pop music, R and B, etc., etc. Adele. Now you must be wondering why the heck am I talking about Adele and cultural appropriation? Now this, let me take you back to the year of 2020, year that everyone regretted and every year that everyone just wished would just burn in hell. But yeah, in 2020, um, Adele attended the Nothing Hill Carnival, and for all who don't know what that is, the Nothing Hill Carnival is an annual Caribbean festival event that has been taking place in London since the 1960, since 1966 on the streets of Nothing Hill area of Kingston each August over two days. It is led by the members of the British West Indian community and attracts around two and a half million people annually, making it one of the world's largest street festivals and a significant event in black British culture. So basically, it's a Caribbean festival where all these different Caribbean countries, not Caribbean countries, all different Caribbean people, Caribbean culture, people from, basically, if you're from the Caribbean, this this is like the biggest thing you could possibly go to. Everyone dressed up in their colorful feathers, colorful dresses, their bikinis, all these lovely things that they just celebrate black culture, black British culture. 
and black Caribbean culture. Basically, just black culture in general. So, why am I talking about it? Because the lovely Adele, Miss Girl, that day, Miss <laughs> Miss Adele, she chose to wear bantu knots and she chose to wear a bra that had the Jamaican flag on it. Now, to my understanding, as far as I can see, I didn't see much people talking about the Jamaican bra that much. But mostly, she would, they were talking about the bantu knots that were in her hair. And as of doing research on this, I didn't know they were called bantu knots. Because where I'm from, they're called Chinese bumps. As in, not Chinese, but China. Chinese bump. I didn't know they're called bantu knots. That's the first time I'm hearing that name. Let's carry on. Okay, so Miss Girl decided to wear bantu knots and, so, and a Jamaican bra. And she set the internet on fire. Basically, she got branded as a cultural appropriator. And this took mainstream media. This went to news. This went to the blogs. Everybody had a, had something to say. Everybody named Mama. It was a day for Miss Adele. Now, me being Jamaican and also nosy as hell, I wanted to talk about it. And a lot of people going to be upset, but I don't care. So, <laughs> let's talk about it, y'all. Some of y'all about to be real mad at me, but it must be sad. So, I'm going to try my best to explain what Bantu knots are. As you can tell, I'm a man. And I don't know that much about hair. And I only recently started my natural hair journey. So, bear with me. And now that I'm saying that men can't know about hair and stuff like that, I'm just saying that I don't. Yeah. Okay, so what, if you don't know what bantu knots are, they are made by twisting your around itself until it forms a knot that resembles a stack of tires. It is used as protective styles for both natural and relaxed hair, and it's commonly used in overnight routines to preserve long-lasting and more defined curly styles. And also, bantu knots originated from southern West Africa, and it has been spread around Central, Eastern, and Southern Africa during the bantu migration. Which I did not know was a thing, but it's a thing. We learn everything. We learn something new every day. So as you can see, bantu knots are not for a white person. Bantu knot is made for black hair and black hair only. But a lot of people are gonna make the argument that it's a hairstyle. It's not only exclusive to black hair. Which, fair enough. Fair enough. It's not exclusive only to black hair, but. It doesn't make sense a white person do bantu knots to have a protective style or to preserve their curls. Not that I'm saying white people don't have curls now. I'm just saying. It, these type of styles are just not for your hair. And now let's get into the argument of braids. A lot of white people are quick to say that braids... Braids are just hair and, and they can wear it if they want. Now... <laughs> Let me, let me just say this. When it comes to the conversation with braids, if a white person wants to braid their hair, all power to you, honey. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be sit, standing there beating your ass, drying your braids out. If you want to put braids in your hair and fuck up your hair, that's you. That's all you. The best I can do is tell you, tell you why you can't wear it and tell you why it's not good for you to wear it. But if you don't want to listen and you want to do it anyways, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. The best thing I can, I can lead a donkey to water, but I can't force him to drink. So, that, so that's that. And I will agree as well. But um, braids are just hair. Uh, <laughs> I've been sketchy. Braids are, are just hair, but it's culturally significant to black people. So even though they keep saying it's just hair, it, it, yeah, it is just hair. But if you put it in your hair, that just hair is going to destroy your hair. It doesn't make sense that you put braids in your hair when it's not for your texture. And it's not for, what's the other word? It's just not for you. If, you. if you're a white person and you put braids in your hair, it doesn't make sense. Because it's, first of all, when you put braids in your bra braids, I'm going to try my best to explain this, but braids, braids kind of latch on to your hair. In the sense that black people, with black people here, more, black people here are more thicker. And it, can, it has the cons consistency of holding braids in. But when it comes to white people's hair, it, white people's hair are easy to slide. It's more silky and easy to slide. Things are easy to uh, things are easily slit, <laughs> and things can easily slide through it. There we go. So when you put braids on silky smooth hair, 
Now that I'm saying that black people can't have silky smooth hair, that's another conversation, but I'm not saying that. But when you put it in your hair, it slides off. And not only that, it takes the hair with it. it takes your hair with it. It's just not for your hair. And I personally wouldn't allow you. I allow you. Personally, wouldn't tell you to do it. But if you want to do it, mess up your hair. Go right ahead. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold you back. If you want to be that bitch, go right ahead. I ain't gonna stop you. Now, when it comes to the topic of talking about um braids, bantu knots, or just black people's hair and their cultural significance to their hair, a lot of now black people, that being white people, Hispanics. Latino, Latinas, all those people, um, the Asian, all those kind of things. It's always a argument. It's always a big fight when it comes to these type of things. So for, exa- for example, a white person will say, if I can't wear braids, you can't straighten why you, if I, why, why can't I wear braids? You straighten your hair. Why can't I braid? Why can't I wear? <sighs> why can't I wear braids and you have blonde hair, etc., etc. These are some things that just. Always to me, I've been off and so stupid. And let me ask you a question. When have straight hair or straightening your hair become cultural? Let it sink in. Let me repeat what I said. When has straight hair or straightening your hair have become cultural? Did you sink it in? Now let me explain. When it comes, when people, I hate this, I hate when people say that because it just doesn't make sense to me, or maybe it makes sense to somebody else. They act, non black people act as if black people's hair cannot be straight, which in fact it can be straight. Some people can straighten, straighten their hair, or some people have naturally straight hair. But the argument of if I can't, if I can't wear braids, you can't straight, you can't straighten your hair, which is stupid. Because straight hair has never been cultural. Straight hair has just has always been for everyone. Whether you're black, whether you're white. Hair comes in different forms. It comes in curls. It comes in puffs. It comes in so many things. And straight hair has never been cultural. Y'all might... Y'all might um, attack me if you want. I'm open to anything. But I'm just saying, I've never seen it as cultural. I've just seen it as hair. Because every, every single group of people in the world have straight hair or can straighten their hair. So saying that you can't wear, if I can't wear braids, you can't, you shouldn't straighten your hair or you can't straighten your hair. It doesn't make sense. And also when it comes to um, blonde, that doesn't make sense either. Because you act, like, act as if black people can't have blonde hair. We can. That, and that's something that a lot, a lot of people know about. It's rare. Do you know about recessive and dominant genes? That's the thing. It's rare in certain black people, but black people can't have can't have blonde hair just as black people can't have blue air, blue eyes as well i thought i about to say blue hair for aliens apparently blue eyes the conversation of blue eyes straight hair blonde hair is just all rooted in ignorance black people have the eve gene especially black women they have the eve gene we're able to produce any type any type of people if we get with a white man the baby might come out white as hell or as as dark as the dark as midnight, which is not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Please don't attack me. A black person can get with a Asian person and produce any type of child. <laughs> the child comes out as many things. Where black women have the Eve gene. If you don't know what it is, do your research. Look it up. It's a thing. But black people are able to create and procreate anything. Whether that be even if even with um even two black people can. can Create a, create a light, a baby that with a light shade, shade of skin, skin tone. Does that make sense? Like two dark skinned mother and father produce a light skinned baby. Or even that with that, a dark skinned mom and a light skinned dad or a light, or a dark skinned dad and a light skinned mom can produce any shade of baby. I hope you understand what I'm saying. I just, I just wanted to hold my monologue, but I hope you get what I'm saying. Oh yeah, also the wig, the wig conversation. When they talk about you, if I wear braids, you can't wear wigs. Wigs, everybody wears a wig. Whether you, it, it doesn't matter. You wear a wig if you want to protect your hair. You wear a wig just for the aesthetic of it or just to wear a wig. Everybody wears a wig. So get the heck out of here with that. And also, I forgot to say, did y'all know that, fun fact, did y'all know that Malcolm X was a ginger? He had orange hair and freckles across his face, but not a, not a lot of people know that because people tend to, when it comes to 
Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, all of what they did happened in the past, but they make it seem like it happened in the past past, if you know what I'm saying. They darken the pictures, put the pictures in black and white when there are so many colored pictures of these people. And they don't, they don't really, they look so much, so different. Malcolm X had r red hair and he had freckles across his face. Blew my mind. Now back to Adele now. Adele wore Bantu knots and she wore the Jamaican flag. The bra. With the Jamaican flag on it. And a lot of people had a lot to say. On one hand, the Jamaican community or the Jamaicans really didn't care. On the other hand, the Americans had a problem with it. So it was, Twitter was not only arguing about Adele, they were arguing against each other. If you know what I mean. <laughs> it was so messy. Like when I first, when I first saw this come out, I actually joined the conversation and I made a whole post on my Snapchat, but I didn't save it. So I don't know where it is. So I can't read it to you. But yeah, <laughs> me being a Jamaican, being, being nosy that I am, I was like, okay, let me say a couple words. Let me say something. And I did. I don't remember what I said. So <laughs> I'm starting all over again. So it was the Jamaicans against the Americans. They're both going back and forth. It's like, and then everybody totally forgot about Adele for a minute. I'm just like, what are we doing? So yeah, let me read a few comments by the Jamaicans. Now back to Adele now. Adele wore Bantu knots and she wore the Jamaican flag. The bra with the Jamaican flag on it. And a lot of people had a lot to say. On one hand, the Jamaican community or the Jamaicans really didn't care. On, on the other hand, the Americans had a problem with it. So it was, Twitter was not only arguing about Adele, they were arguing against each other. If you know what I mean. <laughs> it was so messy. Like when I first when I first saw this come out, I actually joined the conversation and I made a whole post on my Snapchat, but I didn't save it, so I don't know where it is. So I can't read it to you. But yeah, <laughs> me being a Jamaican, being being nosy that I am, I was like, okay, let me say a couple words, let me say something, and I did. I don't remember what I said, so <laughs> I'm starting all over again. So the, it was the Jamaicans against the Americans. They're both going back and forth. It's like, and then everybody totally forgot about Adele for a minute. I'm just like, what are we doing? So yeah, let me read a few comments by the Jamaicans. Let me read a few comments from when the whole thing, like from, I think it was Instagram, from Instagram. A long time ago so yeah some of you have never been to notting hill carnival and it's really shows i'm half jamaican i'm here for this look go on adela with your bad self look incredible as usual girl another person said i love it as an actual jamaican from the actual caribbean actual caribbean i love it it's an appreciation of our culture for everyone that has an issue with it just know we caribbean people are cool with it so y'all can calm down and leave her alone another person said let me say as a Jamaican <clears throat> and a person who wore this style as a child growing up, long before it blew up and people started rocking it, that we don't give a damn about it. We're happy she's out here living her best life. You look great, hon. You better off. You better hop off your high horses and acknowledge that she's staying. Another person also said, can the real Jamaican speak up? We don't care. You go, Adele. Jamaica to the world. Now, a really interesting comment. Here it goes. Quick sampling of response. African Africans doesn't... <laughs> Africans don't care. I'm dying. Jamaicans, I'm bothered. African-Americans, quite disturbing. Quite disturbed. Just goes to show we are not monolith. Also, perhaps reactions are deeply rooted in our varying experiences as black people and how challenging that has been depending on where we live. In my own British African opinion, Adele is celebrating or nothing, Notting Hill carnival and there's nothing out of the ordinary here i look to jam i look to jamaican community specifically here for how they feel first over how i feel about it just because you're black doesn't mean you can speak on this it's okay to be quiet yeah now when reading through the comments and seeing what everyone had to say i really noticed that jamaicans the Jamaican community, me being a Jamaican myself, 
at this point, I'm going to make it aesthetic. I have never failed to tell you guys not once that I'm Jamaican. I feel like I said this in every single podcast. <laughs> Side rant. Anyways, <laughs> me, me being a Jamaican. <laughs> Growing up in the culture, seeing how it is. When it, com- when it comes to like a mainstream artist that... Like Adele, she... Like, no one would expect she, her to wear an African bra that has our flag on it. And not only that, she is someone who is high up in the industry. She's someone that is well-respected. And when Jamaicans see this, Jamaicans, all Jamaicans see is... What's the word? Exposure. Like, someone so high up is wearing, is wearing, is wearing their flag and basically representing us. And Jamaicans don't mind that. Jamaicans actually don't mind that. They like that. They appreciate that to it to be in fact. But what I realized when reading the comments, a lot of them were just saying that telling Afri- African Americans that or Americans, I don't know what y'all identify as, that that um we we don't care, so you shouldn't care, so to shut up and go away. Oh, Jamaicans should have a say in this. Yeah, yeah. When in fact that should not be the case. Cause looking at the situation, they're not only are they wearing a Jamaican flag, they're also wearing Bantu nats, which is culturally significant to both Jamaicans, African Americans, Africans, any black person who's out there, you might you might know of Bantu nats or have another name for it as my country does. So it's culturally significant to to black people as a whole. So Jamaicans telling African Americans to shut up and just not say anything because we don't mind. It's just really insensitive in a way, because it's like you're gonna get offended regardless. And you, if someone gets offended, you can't tell them not to be offended when they are offended. So I mean, the African Americans or Americans were offended, and most Jamaicans were like, "Shut up, we don't care about y'all. This is not y'all fight. This and that, da 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 da." That she she looks good, she looks okay, and you shouldn't care because we don't care. Which in fact that shouldn't be the case. Because Bantu Nats is not only is only it's not only significant to us; it's also significant to other Black people, other Black people in other countries. So I find that a bit unfair that they did that. Backlash came out. Adele addressed it in a I think it was an Instagram post. Either it was an Instagram post, it was like one of those Time magazines. I forgot, but she said she totally understands why she faced backlash. I didn't even read the effing room. The thirty. 30- I could see comments being like the nerve to not take it down, which I totally get. But if I take it down, it's more it's me acting like I never like it never happened. And it did. I totally get why people felt it felt like it was appropriately. So that's what she had to say. Now, black people as a whole, we've gone through so much, so much historically, so much culturally, if that's a word. It's just been through a lot. And the hair conversation, it goes so deep. It goes deeper than you would it's a rabbit hole that's so fucking deep. You wouldn't. I don't think you will come back out the same person. You, the things that you would learn, the things that you wouldn't see that black people went through, you will truly understand why we are like this or why some of us are like this. Some might not care, some care. And it's just really upsetting because it's because when because Adele wore these bantu knots, a lot a conversation at least a conversation was was in the works. Everyone was talking. Even though I was separate, <laughs> we were separate, but we were still, we were talking about it. We were having some, there was like genuine conversations about this. And I really appreciate that. Now, I totally understand why people had the reaction that they had. Like, let me give an example. Jillian, if I don't know if y'all know who she is, she comes on this show called The Fashion Police. Now, Jillian, a white woman said said some said said some ignorant things about Zendaya when she wore locks on the red carpet. Now listen to what she got to say. Style and I love when she has the little hair. She just had it. I think this she's such she's a, such a tiny frame that this hair to me overwhelms her. Like I feel like she she smells like patchouli oil. <laughs> or weed. Yeah, maybe weed. It's legal in so many states. Why yeah, not? it's so legal now. It's so legal. Uh, so that's what I think. It's just yeah, this this look isn't working. <laughs> okay. Now, Miss Gillian, or Gillian, I, 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 butcher, I don't know if I butcher her name, but it's something like that. Now, when she said that, <laughs> the black community, 
the black community had her by the neck. Because y'all know how everybody, almost everybody likes Zendaya. I freaking love her, so I'm one of them. And you're going to say that it's such an ignorant comment about about her locks. Now, with the comments about locks, there's so much stigma around locks. Whether you, whether, mostly it's with black men. I'm not, I'm not, black women have it, have the same thing, but it's mostly with black men. They are associated with smoking, smoking weed, having drugs on them, etc. And now when, when Miss Jillian or whatever, she, I'm just going to say Jillian because I don't know how you pronounce her name. Jillian, now when Miss Jillian said, said what she said about, said what I said about Zendaya saying that she probably smelled like petroleum or weed. It, it fucking upset everyone because that's just that's just ignorant in itself because not everyone who has locks smokes weed or has drugs on them or petroleum oil like where where do you even come up with these things why would you call why would you say she smell like petroleum oil uh, girl now this these are these are these are these are the ignorant stuff that's been said this is why cops pull over a person who have locks on and just automatically assume that person has drugs in their car. That person smokes weed, so they're probably high while driving. You know, all these other things. So when she said that, she sent the, whole, the entire black community in a frenzy. She sent, uh, damn, she sent the niggas back all the way to the 1990s. I'm just like, wow, how, how are you going to say that? And Jillian came up with an apology. Now, Miss Jillian, or Gillian, I, 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 butcher, I don't know if I butcher her name, but it's something like that. Now, when she said that, <laughs> the black community, <laughs> the black community had her by the neck, because y'all know how everybody, almost everybody likes Zendaya. I freaking love her, so I'm one of them. And you gonna say that it's such an ignorant comment about about her locks? Now, with the comments about locks, there's so much stigma around locks. Whether you, whether mostly it's with black men. I'm not, I'm not, black women have it, have the same thing, but it's mostly with black men. They are associated with smoking, smoking weed, having drugs on them, etc. And now when, when Miss Jillian or whatever, she, I'm just going to say Jillian because I don't know how you pronounce her name. Jillian, now when Miss Jillian said, said what she said about, said what I said about Zendaya saying that she probably smelled like petroleum or weed. It, it fucking upset everyone because that's just that's just ignorant in itself because not everyone who has locks smokes weed or has drugs on them or petroleum oil like where, where do you even come up with these things why would you call why would you say she smell like petroleum oil uh, girl now this these are these are these are these are the ignorant stuff that's been said this is why cops pull over a person who have locks on and just automatically assume that person has drugs in their car. That person smokes weed, so they're probably high while driving. You know, all these other things. So when she said that, she sent the, whole, the entire black community in a frenzy. She sent, uh, damn, she sent the niggas back all the way to the 1990s. I'm just like, wow, how, how are you going to say that? And Jillian came up with an apology. Apologize for a comment that I made on last night's Fashion Police about Zendaya's hair. Now, as you know, Fashion Police is a show that pokes fun at celebrities in good spirit, but I do understand that something I said last night did cross the line. I just want everyone to know I didn't intend to hurt anybody, but I've learned it is not my intent that matters, it's the result. And the result is that people are offended, including Zendaya, and that is not okay. Therefore, I want to say to Zendaya and anyone else out there that I have heard that I am so, so sincerely sorry. This really has been a learning experience for me. I've learned a lot today. And this incident has taught me to be a lot more aware of cliches and stereotypes, how much damage they can do. And that I am responsible, as we all are, to not perpetuate them further. Now, Ms. Galactopus, um, her her apology was pretty generic. She took accountability. She stated what, yada, yada, yada. But people were still upset. And I totally understand because I was upset myself. Not because he was in there. <laughs> because it's it's because it's here. It's, locks are culturally significant to me. 
because of my culture and because of so many other people's culture. And she's saying that was just so ignorant and so just like, girl, come on, do better. And the fact that she, and the fact that she was so comfortable to say that says a lot about about um, the um, Americans, white Americans, feel so comfortable to say things like this and they feel like they can get away with it. I wonder. And the thing is, even her castmates came out and, and talked about it. Yada yada yada. I'm not gonna get into that, but all I'm trying to say is. This is why black people gatekeep. This is why black people don't like. Are so stingy when it comes stingy. I said stingy. Oh lord, are so stingy when it comes to things that we create and things that we cultivate. Because things like this are perpetuated. I hope I got that right. In the media, and people say whatever they want to say. People do whatever they want to do. It's just like. At the end of the day, we're trying our best just to have something for ourselves at the end of the day. But as long as you're black in this country, there's going to always be that one white person trying to bring you down. Oh, yeah. Whoopi had something to say. I forgot. Mrs. Girl, girl Whoopi, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg had something to say about her. Now, Miss Galactopus, um, her, her apology was pretty generic. She took accountability. She stated what yada yada yada, but people were still upset, and I totally understand because I was upset myself. Not because he was in there, <laughs> because it's it's because it's here. It's locks are culturally significant to me because of my culture and because of so many other people's culture. And she's saying that was just so ignorant and so just like girl, come on, do better. And the fact that she, and the fact that she was so comfortable to say that, says a lot about about um, the um, Americans, white Americans, feel so comfortable to say things like this, and they feel like they can get away with it. I wonder. And the thing is, even her castmates came out and, and talked about it. Yada yada yada. I'm not gonna get into that, but all I'm trying to say is, this is why black people gatekeep. This is why black people don't like are so stingy when it comes to stingy. I said stingy. Oh, Lord. I'm so stingy when it comes to things that we create and things that we cultivate. Because things like this are perpetuated. <laughs> I hope I got that right. In the media. And people say whatever they want to say. People do whatever they want to do. It's just like, at the end of the day, we're trying our best. Just to have something for ourselves at the end of the day. But as long as you're black in this country, there's going to always be that one white person trying to bring you down. Oh, yeah. Whoopi had something to say. I forgot. Mrs. Girl, girl Whoopi, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg had something to say about her. In the military, I would have to cut my hair because yeah, they don't like right. dreads. They associate dreads with something else, which many people have done. Yeah. This is what Juliana did, and that's why she's getting a lot of poop. She's not Joan Rivers. And unless you know how to make jokes, don't, don't do, do it. Don't do it. Because this is what happens. That's great story. If you're an yeah. honest, then you can yeah. get that's what this is about. But I think that's, I think what, that's what that whole show is. is. They sit around and kind of do the mean girls thing, and I think it's easy to get caught up in it when that's the premise of the show. They're just there Actually, making fun the of people. it's not the premise of the show. No. Jo I think Joan, it is. No, it wasn't. I don't. It, it, I don't know what it is now. I haven't watched it since Joan passed. But Joan's attitude has always been for the... 40 years that I knew her, she took the mickey out of everybody, including herself. She was a comic who made fun of everything and everyone. That's one thing. This is a, a, a newbie, mm. you know. Juliana is a newbie. Uh, she is not a stand-up. We don't know her as a, a funny person. And so the joke doesn't sound like a joke. It sounds it like racist? a part. I don't I don't know what it was. Well, I and, I, and let me just be really commentary clear about about racism. I've met real racists, mm. so I'm very hesitant to call people who put their mm. foot in their mouth mm. racist. Right, yeah. She was just Bonehead. ignorant. Now, you hear what Whoopi had to say. Oh, I love Whoopi. Oh, my God. And hear what she had to say. Everything she said was true. Everything she, everything she literally said was true. Now, the, I, I don't know if you heard, but there was a lady in the background who was talking about 
Mean Girl persona. This is what I think it shows about making jokes and making fun of people. Now, I totally get what she's trying to say. But I don't... But it's not like she's not even know... She's not even listening to what Whoopi is trying to say. She... <laughs> I don't know why she keeps de- defending gingivitis. Like, listen to what Whoopi is trying to say. And this is, what black, this is what black people go through. People don't try and listen to us and let us explain why we're like this or why we don't want you to do this. Instead, you're just ignorant and automatically assume something else or trying to think a different way where we're just like, no, this is how we feel. We, not you. That's the difference between me and you. So, yeah. I hope Gideon know that, know what she did was bad. And I hope she understands. And, t- and she took accountability. Her apology was commendable. It was, it was okay. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Zendaya came out with a statement. I forgot that she came out with a statement. It's long. So, bear with me. So this is what Zendaya had to say. It's a long, it's a long letter, but I'm going to read it for you guys. My God. There's a fine line between what is funny and disrespectful. Someone said something about my hair at the Oscars that left me in awe. Not because I was relinquishing. I can't, I don't know. Relinquishing. There we go. In rave outfits reviews, but because I was hit with ignorant slurs and pure disrespect. To say that I am an 18 year old woman with locks, must smell of petroleum oil or weed is not only a large stereotype, but outrageously offensive. I don't usually feel the need to respond to negative things, but certain remarks cannot be unchecked. Cannot go unchecked. I'll have you know by my father, brother, best childhood friends, and little cousin all have locks. Do you want to know what Ava DuVernay, director, the director of Oscars nomination film Selma, Lydis, nine-time Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and actress Terry MacMillan, I am awful with names, so y'all bear with me. Author Vincent Brown, professor of African American, African and African American studies at the Harvard University, Heather Andrea Williams, historian who possesses a GGD possesses a GD from Harvard University and an MA and a PhD from Yale University and well as well as many others men and women children of the races have in common locks none of which smell like marijuana there's already harsh criticism of ah, there's already let me slow down there is already harsh criticism of african-american hair in society without the help of ignorant people who choose to judge others based on the cruel the curl of their hair my wearing my hair in locks and on an Oscar red carpet was to showcase them in a positive light. To remind people of color that our hair is good enough. To make locks, to me, locks are a symbol of strength and beauty, almost like a lion's name. Name, girl, a lion's mane. <laughs> I suggest some people should listen to India's art, I am not my hair, and come contemplate a little before opening your mouth so quickly to judge. Zendaya. Now I hope Gunnariah understand where she was coming from and understand that it was offensive. I really hope because I don't don't want another situation like this. Okay? Okay, now back to Adele. <laughs> so as I said, I totally understand where both sides are coming from. I totally totally understand. This is a conversation that a lot of people don't need to have about cultural appropriation, about what the significance of black culture is. That it's ours. It, we don't mind sharing it, but we don't mind you appreciating it. There's a difference between appropriating and appreciating. We don't mind you appreciating, but don't take it and just make it something else. <laughs> like you're having bantu nuts in your hair and calling them conch shells. Like, no, what, what the heck? No, that's not what we name it as. But anyways. But yeah. And now what's my stance on this? With the whole Adele situation. As I said before, I totally get what both sides are saying. When he went on the Jamaican side, they Jamaicans are people who really who are really in depth with our culture and seeing someone higher up like Adele put on represent it, we are really appreciative of it and we're like, okay, do your thing. And when now on the American side, they see the Bantu knots. And see it as cultural appropriation. And Jamaicans are like, no, shut up. It's not a cultural appropriation. I've been wearing this all my life. I've seen other people wear it in my life. She wants to wear it. She can wear it. But in fact, she... What I personally think, if she wants to wear bantu knots, she can go right ahead. 
I I personally not saying that I don't care, but I don't see it as a big deal. Don't kill me now. <laughs> don't kill me. I don't see it as a big deal. But other people do see it as a big deal and other people take offense to it and that should be that should be recognized. I'm not turned down and say that, oh, we like it, so you don't you need to shut up and go to a corner. That makes no sense. Other other people are gonna get offense offended and they're allowed to be offended. Now, before I end this podcast, I want y'all to listen to this. Listen to the listen to these Listen to these snow roaches, please. <laughs> Everyone was loving the singer Adele on social media. India, she has caused an outcry now because she has posted a picture uh, and she's wearing a bikini there, which is uh, uh, made up of the Jamaican flag. And she's wearing her hair in what are called Bantu knots, which is a traditional African hairstyle. Do you understand why there is reaction to this? Not really, Amy. I don't get the actual phrase cultural appropriation um, as if it's some form of theft. I would rather call it cultural appreciation because the only reason that anyone would actually borrow something or, or be inspired by a particular look is because they, they actually liked it. You know, Adele grew up in Brixton. OK, so there's a big Jamaican population uh, in Brixton. I just don't see the problem with this issue whatsoever. Some, there are some beautiful black women at the moment, you know, with lovely straight hair, blonde hair, not an issue. I think we've just got to dump all this identity politics in the, the bin. Stop m putting these lines between people. The end game, surely, for everyone is to actually come together and we all love each. We do actually love each other. There's been lots of divisive talk, um, you know, the last few months, uh, really, and, and tempers are running high and feelings are, are running high. And I just think it's a load of rubbish. Chuck it all in the bin and good luck to Adele. Andrew, she, she said she posted the picture to, to wish Londoners a very happy carnival. Yeah. And this has, you know, come back and shot her in the foot, hasn't it? And why shouldn't... Uh, a Brixton uh, girl do that. I'm so fed up with all this cultural appropriation uh, nonsense. There seems to be a small bunch of people who patrol the internet looking for reasons to be aggrieved and outraged. Yeah, yeah. And that seems to be the, all their sad lives consist of. It's time they got a proper life. Look, several. Now, when I first saw this video, it infuriated the shit out of me. Now let's go through the two of them first. Let's go through the lady first. Now she wasn't too bad, but she was bad. The nigga, the last one, <laughs> I'm gonna get to that Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm gonna come back to him. But with her now, this is what I'm, see this is what I was talking about. They always talk about the straight hair and blonde hair. And she called it politics. When since my people and their culture has become politi political, not only that, let's get a little bit deeper and darker. When is, because even when black people are dying on the streets, each and almost every single fucking day, people say it's political. Like, what? It's, it's a, it's the, this is the world we live in. Every time when a black person tries to get, just tries to get the spotlight for one minute, just to speak their voice, we're ultimately being thrown into a corner being called all these names, being saying all these things. And she calls it rubbish. Like, this is not rubbish. I don't know. <laughs> then again, you are white, after all. You are a white, privileged woman who lived a life of luxury, I would assume. You see, you're on a TV show. Oh, I didn't even tell you what TV show it was. My bad, y'all. <laughs> so it was, it, was <laughs> it was this morning. It's a British TV tele telecast, basically. Talk show that comes on British television is called This Morning. So yeah. A privileged 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 white woman in her forties, fifties, living your best life. So you wouldn't even understand where black people are coming from when they call that cultural appropriation. Now let's get to that man. Let's let's get to that decaying corpse. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what she said for a minute real quick. 
Now, I totally understand when they were talking about she's a Brixton girl who grew up around, grew up around, grew up around and influenced by black culture. I get that. And I, and I also understand that what I think what Adele did was, uh, was defenseless. Now, is it, it, it's warranted criticism and people are allowed to say what they want to say. I don't mind. That's your prerogative. You can say it because if you're offended, you're offended. You talk about it. You, you talk about it. You tell people about it, etc. Now, I just think she, this was more on the side of appreciation than appropriation, but the Bantu Knots had to go. Putting on the Bantu Knots was, was unnecessary. So I get where people are coming from. Now, that, that man, I'm trying my best not to call him all these names. That man. Oh my God, that man. That man. <laughs> oh my God. Not the humpback whale. Anyways, <laughs> that man. Now, he calls, called the cultural appropriation nonsense. Now, <laughs> as I said about the woman, you are a privileged white man. You grew up, you probably grew up not even knowing what cultural appropriation is. It better you just shut, you better, but I think what the both of them should have said that I don't understand what cultural appropriation is and I don't really want to talk about it and shut the fuck up and have a seat in the corner because y'all telling, saying, calling it rubbish, calling it nonsense and telling them that the people who are doing it are, don't have a life and basically don't, don't know what to do with themselves on the internet and just come on just to troll people. Y'all niggas are grown. And y'all, and the thing is, the funny thing is, y'all not even seeing where people are coming from. Y'all just taking out your ignorance onto these people, saying whatever you want to say, and just just feel like people should accept what you're saying. Now, <laughs> okay, now the Green Goblin just called every black person who who's called this cultural appropriating sad that we're living sad lives. And basically, anyone who said anything about it said that we have sad lives. You said we have sad lives and we need to get a proper life. Now, I, I'm not even going to take what he said with it. <laughs> I'm going to take what he said to heart because, as I said, he's a privileged white man. He would not even, underst he wouldn't even understand the, the surface of what black people have gone through. He's just using his mouth, using his power to say all these things. And the bitch over the corner was at, mm -hmm, like, shut up. <laughs> Oh, oh, twiddle dee and twiddle dum. Y'all are canceled in my book. Goodbye. <laughs> well, guys, that's the end of my podcast. <laughs> what can I say? Um, yeah, cultural appropriation, y'all. Do y'all research. Read upon it because it, it goes deeper than just hair. I'm all, I know I just focus mostly on hair and mostly like Jamaican culture, all those kinds of things. But it goes deeper than hair. Cultural appropriate doesn't even only affect black people, but just people of color in general. Like Asian people, like the Hispanic community, like the Indian community, the Native American community. It affects all of us. So, for instance, when when it comes to the na native native uh, Native Americans, you, do you know the things that we you guys call dream catchers? It ain't no dream catcher. <laughs> do y'all research now? Anyways, that's the end of my podcast, y'all. I wanna thank you guys so much for listening to it, just hearing my voice. I love y'all. Y'all some beautiful, sexy sons of bitches, and I appreciate y'all. And yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, rate my podcast, share it to anyone you want to hear this. I hope y'all learned something from this, from me. And yeah, have a good night. Man, be out. And yeah, also, happy Black History Month. And don't think I'm done with y'all yet. This whole month, I'll be pushing out content about Black people, Black history. So yeah, I'm finna teach y'all. Bye. I'm telling y'all, this still gets deeper than here. So we might as well have another come to your ancestors meeting while we at it. And I promise I won't hold you long. Yes, I will. Remember this from the previous video? And our crowns, shave them, and made sure that we didn't wear those hairstyles ever again. And this is where the stereotype that black women can't grow hair came from.
Now, I also want you to keep in mind that our ancestors did use all the resources that was around them from their native land to cater to not only to themselves, but also to their hair. Majority of the time, they did use oils and butters and also grease to cater to their hair. And not only did they use clays to place on their skin to protect them from the sun, they also placed that same red clay in their hair to form their locks and also nurture and protect their hair as well. Now, keep in mind that most of our ancestors were uprooted from their native land, so therefore, they no longer have access to those very same resources that they used to use to cater to themselves and also their hair. But we're always going to finesse as a people and make something out of nothing, so instead, they use bacon grease instead of the original grease that they would use on their native land, and they also use kerosene for oil and even during this time period our ancestors still had to wear hair wraps even before that law took place in the 1800s and our ancestors dealt with so many different punishments but this one right here just really hurts me to the core and the form of punishment that i'm referring to is when they would cut off our hair or just simply just rip it straight out of our heads so yes before getting on those boats they cut our hair and even afterwards they cut our hair and as it grew they cut our hair and as it grew again they ripped it out and it was a never ending cycle. Do you hear me? And just like that punishment and many others, those were set forth in place to continue the process of dehumanizing us as a whole. And sadly, while this was all going on, words like nappy headed, nappy or bald headed originated from this era. So when I see other black people using it against each other, it really, really saddens me, you guys. So the phrase in the beginning should not have been black women cannot grow hair. It should have been, I won't allow you to grow or show your hair. And even what they did afterwards with our hair is even more traumatizing to this day looking at it. And they used our hair just like cotton. They added it to cushions, pillows, and other furniture as well.